Blog Talk Radio. about the delay of last week. Um, we, we had, uh, there were some technical issues that went down. And, you know, first off, before we get into anything tonight, I really would like to uh, uh, give a shout out and um, just thank the nameless, faceless uh, computer engineers who worked very hard to um, get us back going. They, uh, they worked real hard. You know, I mean, I think they pulled the plug out of the wall, waited 10 seconds, and put it back. No, I'm, I'm sure it was much more involved than that. Um, but no, I, I kid, but, but we're back. So that's, that's the important thing. Uh, very, very cool. Hey, everybody. Also, um, it's been a, a zany week. I hope your week has been uh, going well. Um, Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I try not to. I had a little bit of time tonight before the show, so I made a mistake of um, flipping through the news headlines before the show, <laughs> and I never do that. I, I make it a point. I, you know, honestly, I go on on Pinterest and look at things like look at things I can make out of pallets and stuff. Um, I try to stay away from all that other zaniness, and uh, with good reason. And I understand why I do, because, oh, my gosh, it's a crazy world. And I don't know if you've heard or not, we live in an insane world. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Anyhow, cutting through all the nonsense and all that ick, um, that's my wife says. She goes, it's just a bunch of ick. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Anyway, we've got a fantastic returning guest. I, I think he's been on the show more than any other guest that we've had. Um, he is uh, the coolest guy I know in the uh, the great state of Ontario there, um, up near Ottawa. He is a true rocker and a fantastic musician and, and just a funny guy. Um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome tonight's guest, Darren Michael Boyd. Darren, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Zany world it is. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I mean, you know, I I know I'm an old punk rocker, so, I, you know, I get it. You know, I'm not surprised, but, you know, everybody's like, oh, are you shocked by it? No, no, not at all, <laughs> you know. I've known for years you can't trust people with authority, you know. I mean, yeah. on. <laughs> but uh, this is new information to you? Yeah, no, not, not surprised, not shocked, just, I I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Let me put it this way. I understand, everybody's like, you know, um, I do some stuff with SETI here and there, and, and, and they uh, people are like, so, you know, when are the aliens? I'm like, well, they announced the aliens uh, last year, and you guys didn't give a shit. So, um, you know, they're already here. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I predict, this is just my prediction, 
that the aliens lock their car door, their UFO doors, or UAPs, <laughs> they call them now, doors, as they fly on past, because I think cosmically yeah. speaking, the Earth is pretty much a Jerry Springer cast, you know? I mean, <laughs> 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 Who would have thought that? that yeah, that's where it was, was all heading, yeah. Oh, you know, I was thinking about that last night. You, I know you were into all kinds. Of, yes, rock and roll is your main blood in your veins. I, I, I you know, I, art the same with me. Um, but we have different hobbies and stuff. And one of the things I wish, I, some of them I wish I had more time for, because uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why can't hobbies be work? You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I spend too much time working and not enough time hobbying. But one of yeah, the things and, I've been and you do did, that is you, you get into things that you, you, you start out as hobbies and then turn into business. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm like, what am I doing? Way. Yeah. I'm the same yeah. way. Darren, I'm the same way. So I started watching, and it usually involves YouTube. Um, I started watching this guy who's British, and um, I don't know, you know. For his job, he makes clocks. And I, I know, folks, you're all going, God dang, Jamie. I mean, can you find anything more boring? Um, no, but for me, from my point of view, you got to understand, he's, he's working on this stuff, and it, it's real, you know, delicate and um, everything. So anyway, you know, it's kind of it, like painting in that aspect. Um, but I find it fascinating. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's 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 involved, man. Um, yeah. But he, for his hobby, like I said, he does that for a living. So he's like, well, you know, I thought I would. Uh, we've got all these, um, and I don't know if people that dial destiny in the last Indiana Jones movie. There's actually a thing. That's a real thing. Um, <laughs> and now I'm not saying it changes time or anything, um, but I probably keeps pretty accurate time, um, you know, five different ways. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. He decided to, uh, and they've x-rayed this thing, so he's got all the pictures and blueprints, and he knows what's missing and what, oh, well, we need to, this is going to do this. It has to be a gear here. For, and we can tell where Mars is going to be, you know, that kind of shit. Now, again, not traveling through time. It doesn't make the TARDIS noise when you start this thing up. We hope he's not finished yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could be a fool, you know. Um, yeah, Jamie, the universe ended because of this idiot. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Anyhow, he's decided to make this uh, this mechanism, and um, and that's a cool hobby. That's cool. And he's like, eh, I, I mean, it just isn't challenging me enough to to recreate this thing. So I'm going to build all of the tools and apparatus that would have been available at that point in time. So wow. he's, he's making like pump drills and, and bow lathes and stuff. And I'm watching this going, you know, I kind of have a little shop. I wouldn't mind having a bow lathe. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> I don't have time to do that. He's casting bronze flywheels. I'm like, yeah, like I got time to do anything remotely yeah. like that. Um, Jesus. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's my latest thing. That's my latest obsession. I, I watched my wife think it's the most boring thing in the world. How about you, Dan? Is it just is it all guitars and um, our reptile friends still, or uh, what's, what's well, that's your fancy it, that takes a lot of my time, obviously, the the music and um and I mean I'm I'm a music fan too, so I, I still, mm. you know, go on YouTube and, and discover new artists and um and get obsessed, you know, watch the same videos over and over again and things like that, listen to their music obsessively. Uh what else? And yeah, reptiles, of course. But the, the thing that about these things is they're all kind of cyclical. Like, you know, they don't. There's a cycle to everything, so that kind of keeps it flowing and interesting. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. As far as like other hobbies, I need to do some. <laughs> I need to become a handyman, is what I need to do, because I have work to do at uh, the house, and, I, and I'm not very good at it. I can't build a like a. a a square box, I couldn't do it, you know, so <laughs> I tried, I messed it up. That's not square, what's going on? Yeah, it's so hard. I, to... I built a shelf for my wife the, uh, like a week ago. I'm like, how hard is that? You take a board, you put two sides yeah. on it, boom, you're done, you know? It's a shelf, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily, not necessarily. No. Just go in, screw, what's wrong with you? Go in your home. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah. no, it is, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It is um, yeah, doing stuff around the house. The weird thing, I never saw this coming. I was just talking to my brother-in-law about this the other day. I have this terrible habit. I don't know if it's a habit or if the universe is about to get me or what, but <laughs> I will go to do one thing. I'm like, okay, well, we need to do this at the, around the house or something. Here's the point. We're going to do it, you know, and I'll, or I'll walk into a room and to, to do something. And then I look over and I'm like, well, that needs to be done now, too. And it's just this cascade of 87 things, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, knew, I knew where you were going with this when you started. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, every one thing requires every 12 other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm in a rock band or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. playing all the well, instruments. And it's funny that you say that too, because music, um, but yeah, especially like somebody like me that tends to do everything, at least in the recording process. Um, so you, you know, you you have all this creative control, but you also have all the responsibility too. <laughs> but the other side of that is. It used to be that, you know, with a band and I don't, I don't know, spend time actually making music. Now you're expected to spend a lot of time screwing around on social media and yeah, <laughs> trying exactly. to, you know, try, trying to promote yourself and go on TikTok and hope to go viral or some nonsense. And it's like, oh, man, are you on, you're on TikTok, aren't you? Let me look at the, uh, uh, yeah, finally, no, I don't have... think I, okay, we got to add I, it to I don't your list. list. Yeah, because I don't think I've even. I'm, yeah, I haven't told anybody it's a secret. No, but I, oh, okay, I'm okay. On there, but I don't really. Uh, most of what I do is just uh, at this point is just make put little clips of my actual music videos up there. So that kind of stuff. I I have a my perspective on it is for now at least is content that you know 
TikTok kind of allows you, I don't know, two or three hundred views. I like mm. that. They allow you. They restrict you to that. But the good news is that you know, two hundred people that might not have seen, ever heard of me. So that's not right. Bad. So it's something you know for very little effort because it's already the stuff's already done. I just have to take literally, literally thirty seconds in a day and throw up a little something and. I guess. Yeah, and it, I guess. it's it, you know, that's the positive spin. <laughs> I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I need to be. Everybody keeps. I don't know. I'm. You know, here's the thing though. When people tell you, it's like, for anybody listeners out there, if you've ever, um, <laughs> you know, I was a bad kid. Let me put it that way. And yes, <laughs> I, I spent a few weeks in in the county lockup one time. And the fascinating thing about it is your first night in there, uh, no, nothing crazy happened or anything, other than everybody in there tries to give you legal advice. They're like, well, you know what you <laughs> need to do. I'm like, yeah, what I need to do is not listen to your ass because you're in here with me. You know, you yeah. obviously don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but anyway, exactly. social media is kind of like that. You know, they're like, oh, Jamie, what you, what you ought to do is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And everybody told me that about Instagram. Everybody's like, oh, you're a visual artist. Instagram's the way. I've been on Instagram, I don't know, a couple of years now. That's it, three or four, maybe five. I don't know, however long. I have no idea. I haven't kept track. But I'll tell you the amount. And, and here's another couple peeks behind the curtain, folks. Everybody thinks I'm just rolling around in this big pile of money because um, I sold a couple of paintings. Uh, no, that isn't the case at all. <laughs> you know, I have a wife who likes shoes. You know, I mean, no, it, it ain't happening. Um, yeah. But the amount of money I've made on Instagram is about, I would say, it's in five years, probably less than three hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Facebook. Well, significantly more. And I know everybody's like, well, you know, there's just grandmas and aunts on Facebook. Well, those are the ones who are buying my painting, so, you know, yep. that's why I'm over there. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. It doesn't doesn't matter what your judgment on the demographic, if it's the right one. Yeah, and, that, exactly. you know, and for me, Facebook doesn't seem to... I, it's like well, a necessary evil, but I'm not getting... Right. I don't, that's why I do my group. I do the Facebook group. It's the only place I get any interaction. Yeah, you know, the the That's pages. Cool, and it's a cool yeah, group. Yeah, For dead. those who don't know, the Little Toads, Darren Michael yeah, Boyd's Little Toads group. Um, and it's free. Or wait, no, 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 wait. You've got that, and then you've got just Darren Michael Boyd as the group. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. It, it, it's Darren Michael Boyd's Little Toads. If you go searching for it, that's the one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's got the reddish pink uh, picture. That's one way to tell. Um, yeah. It's from Vulgar Lore. If you watch that video, that <laughs> you won't mistake it because it's, it's my my newest video and uh, easily the you weirdest the thing I've done. And, or yeah, the king's um, code. On the that? table. You've got the king's oh. code in the picture here on the table. Where Do people I, what it, have their tea. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, the, the, the toad is extra. It's a five dollars a lick. 
Look at him. <laughs> Look at him sitting there, though, like he owns the joint. You know, he's like, he uh, yeah, like absolutely. yeah. <laughs> you no, know, he probably does. He does. Yeah, he looks oh, like yeah. a mastermind. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Toads will take over the world, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. I did just build a frog hotel. I found that on Pinterest and said, oh, we need one of those for all these Cuban yeah. tree frogs. And yeah, oh, yeah, there was yeah. one in it this morning. In the little oh, pipe. Cool. I was like, great. <laughs> it's yeah. Go eat some bugs. Um, yeah, because the, the Cubans are, are like really uh, calming down south now. Like mm-hmm. it's sort of taken over there. because they're they're big and big eyes on them. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, very green. They, very green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you a weird one we see in our tree. We have got a guy that lives in our tree, and he's a Cuban night anole. Am I saying that right? I don't oh yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, yeah, with this big ass head on him, it's uh, yeah. crazy. I'm like, this guy cranky. looks like a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he is. He just sits up there and bitches. That's all he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get anywhere near him, they open their mouth like, yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> they don't, they Come don't on. tolerate too Come much uh, interference. No. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He just, he, yeah, he holds court. Um, yeah. I'm tell my wife, I'm like, that guy's not a knight, he's a king. He's a king, look at him. Yeah. Um, and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned, we'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. If you're blind or visually impaired, the Florida Division of Blind Services offers customized services to help you find, advance, or keep your place in the workforce. Like the tools and skills to help you land an interview or training to use the newest adaptive technologies and devices. We can even help identify on-the-job training, apprenticeship, or education opportunities. It's your time to move forward, and we can connect you to career success. Tap or click the banner to connect with our team for all your employment needs. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Tucson from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. So, yeah, that's cool, man. That's one of the things, folks, is, you know, were you always like a, a reptile guy? I mean, I know you were like a, a, a rock guy, a musician and whatnot, since you were younger. Were you equally a reptile guy when you were like a reptile oh, yeah. kid? It, you know, it it the the two uh, life paths and passions were like simultaneously born. I don't know how or why, but I loved animals. Um, I was Ooh. really into dinosaurs. I was one of those dinosaur kids, you know. Um, nice. And so I I find it like working at the library is is I love. The, when I see kids come up to the desk and they have a reptile book or a dinosaur book or whatever, it's yeah. so cool to me. And it was that, and then Alice Cooper came along, and I mean, I was seven years old, and so, you know, I was already on this path, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Alice Cooper will do it. Alice Cooper will do it. Hey, the cool yeah. thing about Alice Cooper is, and I don't want to say was because he still is, and and he's out there. I don't even know how old he. What is seventy four? Something like that. Got to be something. Uh, something like that. Something yeah. around there. And he, you know, he's he's up on stage. I, I don't know if he's very nice, but I bet you it's several times a Pretty week. Close. You know, he's making yeah. yeah. And he brings he, Alice Cooper brings like that theater things that you really annoyed me in the nineties. I I grew up in the eighties. And I love, when I go to a show, I want to go to a show. You know, I grew up on going yeah. to Ozzy shows and stuff, Madonna, Prince, people like that. And so when, yeah. I, when I'm putting my money down, I want to see something, you know? Yeah. And in the 90s, everybody was kind of this acoustic guitar, sitting on a stool. Yeah, staring you know, at their shoes. And... Yeah, I'm like, I don't give yeah. a shit about your feelings, man. I want to see something. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. It, it's funny. It, it it became 
like anti-theatrics, but it still was show business and, and the, the grunge bands and all that, new, you know, this whole anti-image mm-hmm. was total BS because they put just as much effort into picking out their flannels. <laughs> you know, it was still a uniform. It was still, this is our look, right? So, but it bored me. The only thing I liked in the in the 90s were like uh, Marilyn Manson and, and the Spice Girls, you know, <laughs> like, because Absolutely. they were entertaining. You know, not not absolutely. Yeah, go to some Manson's effort. Weird you know. though, because he's it's hard to be a Marilyn Manson fan because you're like, but you can't be surprised. You're like, ah, you know, the guy's dressed up like a a gecko. You know, I mean, um, from hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, people chained up in his basement. I thought that yeah, was just I, part of the act. I didn't know it was really happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's the weird thing is I honestly, like all the allegations. We've all had crazy ex-girlfriends who talk a lot of shit. You know, I mean, is that what happened? Nothing's been, yeah, nothing's been been proven or anything so far as far as I know. Um, But you know how it is, right? It used to be until proven guilty, but now it's total court of Facebook, you know, and, and. Yeah. I don't know. I just like to step back and go, okay, let's just wait and see what happens. That's not. I'm gonna. Win. I don't know. I wasn't there. Like I, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know these people. They don't call me and tell me their problems. I haven't. <laughs> right. I wasn't at that party. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I mean, it's it's a good question too. Can you separate the the artist from the art? You know, can you? Can the person be a uh, somebody that you don't like and still enjoy their work? It's that's a really oh, challenging absolutely. question. And I'll and tell you, anybody who likes Michael Jackson had to face that. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, okay, but he, he's a young man, thing. Well, get it I now. Still oh, don't. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't still know. Don't. Nothing's been proven. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. But the only thing I can say is the there's just so many things that don't make any sense you know like the uh when it comes to michael jackson like again i don't know him i don't know i I have no insider information but what i can say is every time you know the the pair the the phone calls that were inadmissible because they you know they were recorded without permission or whatever but like the father of the child when he was talking about it it was all about how much he was going to get paid you know exactly. what I mean? I was thinking if, I mean, I don't have kids, but I'm pretty sure if it was my kid, the payment wouldn't be the first thing I'd be talking no. about. <laughs> you I'd know? be standing like, there with a baseball bat having a different yeah. conversation. Exactly. exactly. So I'm not sure. You know, there's never been any real proof and that everything seems to be pretty weak, pretty weak and shaky. You, so I don't know. He's not here now. So that's... A, yeah, like, he didn't. Kinda, he you didn't know, live like, in our world. No, no, and like, he had he, so he much money. Never. I think people don't realize, you know. Hey, if I had, you know, a billion dollars or whatever, yeah, I'm probably going to be sleeping in an oxygen. Tank. I'm going to dress like the Joker. You know, I mean, I, it's going to happen. <laughs> I am saying that in advance, right? Don't be surprised. You know, if, that, if <laughs> yeah. I'm ever lucky enough, they're like. What the hell was it? Jamie just got an anteater for a pet? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You know? 
I'm that guy. Um, but it's it's so strange though because he's he wasn't um, uh, it wasn't just like he became rich you know he was living in in another world his whole childhood right. his whole life like so he couldn't just it's go so out true. and go to the movies you know like couldn't couldn't go out to the mall or whatever you know it, no. it's, it's, I was we can't imagine a documentary <laughs> about Studio Fifty Four. You know, the, the big disco oh, that, yeah. you know, you had to be cool to go to and hang out with Andy Warhol and all this. And I was watching this one day. And, you know, they're interviewing all the celebrities there. And one of them has got to be a 13-year-old Michael Jackson. I'm like, mm. oh, somebody thought that was a good idea. Send a 13-year-old <laughs> while people are snorting lines off the table here. You know, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, and no, yeah. It, there were no eyebrows. Where it was just, oh, yeah, Michael, he's great. He's he likes to dance yeah. to this crazy music. I'm like, it's a different time. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'll tell yeah, you. Did you ever watch the now. movie? I, I, oh yeah. I think yeah, I saw. Not, I do believe I saw a documentary, but I, I they had the movie with uh, Nev Campbell and I don't oh, remember yeah, who yeah. else. But yeah, yeah. It was, the, uh, I mean. The bus boy. I didn't know how accurate it was. Again, I wasn't there, but it was it was a pretty entertaining movie. Anyway. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, what the big thing now is, um, and again, it's the same thing with what you're saying, is that uh, Diddy or whatever moniker he's going by, these days, I don't keep up. I'm not into that scene, so I don't really keep up with it. But there's all this court shit going on, and I think that's hard in that instance, because, you know, in the hip-hop rap world, it's a pretty macho world, you know? Oh, mm. gangster, tough, and, you know, whoa, driving around kicking ass, you know? Mm. And then, you know, all this stuff's coming out with, you know, gay affairs, <laughs> all this shit, and I'm going, that's going to be hard to come back from in the world. No, 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 who, who is this? Um, the, the P. Diddy? Uh, oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah all yeah. that's happening now. And oh, it, it shows how much I've been paying attention. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm the same way. Darren and I am the same way. They're like, well, such and such, D- DJ such and such. I'm like, I, I don't know who that guy is. Mean, you could hold a gun to my head, you know, and I would be done because I have no clue who this guy is, you know. Uh, let me guess. He's on the radio. My wife probably listens to him, and all of his music, all of his lyrics are, and he's not even singing. He's rapping, and they're probably still auto tuned. You know, it's. Um, <laughs> I sound like such an old man. But, oh um, yeah, I understand. I, I'm with you. I. It's just uh, there was something like that. I I. I listened to again. You know, like I said, I like to discover new music right. and that, and I and I'm not stuck to. You know, only a certain genre. I like all kinds of stuff, but uh, I guess with, there are some things I don't delve into. I don't listen to too much hip hop or rap or whatever. But sometimes, um, but there's some pop songs, and all of the the comments I couldn't believe. I'm, I'm just like the first thing you do when you go, "What is this?" Is you check the comments, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like people talking about how great, you know, the vocals were or whatever, and I'm like. 
I've never heard anything so auto-tuned in my life. This is terrible. Yeah, it's the And everybody's like, oh, it's so beautiful. The voice is so beautiful. I'm like, what are you even talking about? It's Of course it's beautiful. It's not a person. It's like, it's a machine. Right. Like, how can you not, how can the human ear not know that? It's crazy to me. And I don't That's think like it's because I'm a... Everybody well, in, in my world, in my little circles, everybody's like, oh, are you worried about the AI art? I'm like, no. Every piece of AI art I've seen looks like AI art. It's all shiny mm. and, you know, gloss, glossy. Everything yeah. is glossy. I mm. said, and here's a message. In case, you know, I don't know any AI computer programmers or anything like that. If you want to make a million bucks with this AI thing, make it so everything isn't glossy. That's my advice mm. to you. Um, yeah, make it you know, look, make it like look real realistic. Art. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it looks like looks like something that would be in a, I don't know, a magazine in the eighties or something like that. It's, it's kind of like, and, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to get better. Um, that's the thing. It's amazing how far it's come, and that's I guess where it gets a bit scary. But I think. Was Nuno Betancourt from Extreme said something along the lines of well, he was asked about you know AI and music and that mm-hmm. and he said there, there's always going to be a, a need and a, a desire you know for those I don't know those kids in a garage with that you know making their real parents music. Off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And making making real music, and then and and I think he's go, he's on to something. Like, no matter what, let the people who think that the AI, the fake music is great, let them have it. There are still going to be those people who, you know, want real music and live music. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Sometimes sometimes the live music isn't even live anymore. We we know that. Very true. <laughs> But old like, dat tapes and hope, uh, fruity loops and all yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, it. Well, I'll uh, tell you, I was talking to a guy and he had asked me. He said, "How did you?" He goes, "You were such like you're an art nerd." And I'm like, "I absolutely am." But I've got a degree in this shit, you know. I mean, I'm I'm in that world. Um, but he goes, "How did you become a painter?" And I said, "You know, there was really one moment when it happened." And it wasn't that I saw some Michelangelo piece or anything. You know, I, I had seen some cool stuff, but I was sitting in a, uh, in a Denny's and um, there was, a, there was a, a good looking gal. Oh man. I thought she was dynamite on a Saturday night. She was right <laughs> in all the right places. And I had already spent my, my meager money on an unlimited cup of coffee to sit in there all night and, Eat some nachos, you know, didn't have any left. How am I going to approach this gal to try to get to the point that I wanted to get to? Broke. You know, typical young guy problem to have. I had a napkin and I had a pen. And I drew this gal. (laughs) She saw what I was doing, came over, and it worked. (laughs) I can't. See, and, and that's what started, you know, I, I'll tell you, a year later, I'm in art school in, in Boston, you know, and, wow. um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, and I've been doing that ever since. Um, I can't see somebody meeting that. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I was just going to say, I can't see some computer 
guy saying, I'm going to create an algorithm that um, takes and getting that same result. Uh, what do I know? Mm. I'm an old man. Maybe there is a young gal out there that would say, that's why I did my watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, did you, you see never the know. algorithm this guy did? You know, you're, you know what it is when you're playing guitar. It's kind of cool to have a thousand oh, <laughs> Digging what you're doing, you know? know? Yeah, and a lot, that's the the other thing, too, and it it goes goes both ways. I mean, girls play guitar or sing, and they get attention, and it's not, I mean, I don't do it for attention, never have, but it's like, it is kind of nice to be acknowledged, yeah, and sometimes, yeah, you you become a whole whole lot sexier when you have a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) True. Well, unless you get stuck really bad, but that's that's a whole other thing. (laughs) That's a whole thing. You know, we were talking about TikTok. That's something I've been seeing, and and Mm. and I'm going to thumb, folks. This is the Jamie verifies he is an old man. uh, Spoiler (laughs) right here. So just you know, do what you got to do, but it's coming, is what I'm saying. Um. (laughs) So I've been watching a lot of YouTube. You know, I always watch YouTube, and, and I, I watch, you know, I've been looking at, at a lot of TikTok stuff, because how can you not? These kids are insane. Yeah, um, yeah. Who pays for a nine-month cruise? They pay 60 grand to be stuck on a ship? Are you kidding me? That's a big thing that's happening on TikTok. I've been watching. <laughs> um, no, but it, I was watching, I'm really, I got into, and I think I've told you this before, and I'm sure people listening know, I like, when I have my lunch, sometimes if there's nothing, you know, I don't want to watch the latest politics shit. Mm -hmm. I want to watch something. um, And I watch, I like, and I don't know, it's probably terrible as far as copyright goes, where these kids react to movies. They've never seen a movie. They're like, oh, let's watch Indiana Jones and see what that's about, you know. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun to watch, you know. What's a hobbit? Why is is that guy a kid or why is he so, why aren't they wearing shoes? You know, it's, 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 you know, or my favorite, my absolute favorite on these reaction shows are um, some basic little couple, some little yuppie basic couple. They're like, yeah, John Carpenter. I really like that escape from New York. Let's check out the thing. How, you know, what's that about? And then, you know, 20 minutes in it when that guy, when that guy's chest opens up and bites his arms yeah. off, I'm like, <laughs> they're crapping their pants. I'm like, this is good quality entertainment. Um, yeah. So I've been watching these, and I was watching one, and this kid was kind of doing this uh, behind the scenes, why I got into doing these reaction videos. There was nothing, there were no new new thing videos for So um, I'm watching this um He's like, I just really wanted to get famous. And I thought this would be a good way to I'm like, fame? You think people yeah. like girls are going to chase you on the street because you watched a movie? Learn a skill, man. Take one of Darren Michael Boyd's guitar lessons. <laughs> you can do it on <laughs> Zoom, you, you know? Or you do something. If, you know, fine. You want to be famous, just do something, you know? I was watching on TikTok yeah. this couple and their big thing to fame. This is how they thought that they would get there. Is they're like, we've decided to stop wearing shoes everywhere and we're going to walk bare, around barefoot. I'm like, that that's yeah. your plan. That's 
the fame uh, I plan. I think I heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, that's, part, that's as far as you get as people going, yeah, I, I heard about that. I mean, is that yeah, fame? Exactly. I don't know. And what's the you what's know. the end game for these people? That's that's what I always wonder. And, and the same thing with people who are actually, you know, musicians on TikTok and stuff. And and don't get me wrong, there's some incredible players. And and mm-hmm. I just wonder what the end game is. Like I'm I'm showing off here on TikTok for a 30 second video. Then what? And half the time. Well, I shouldn't I shouldn't say half the time, but a lot of the time there are people doing this and they're not even actually playing live. It's pre recording. You know, whatever. That's, that's a whole other thing. But but again my I guess my question is it's not a criticism, it's it's the question to them is like the so somebody goes, Hey, I've seen you on TikTok, do you wanna audition for my band? And then you come and you can't play up to that skill level because you've pre-recorded <laughs> you know right. what's the end what's the point you're just doing it to get interaction likes and all that stuff and it's i don't know everybody wants to be famous i guess and i just want to write i don't songs. want to do any of the work yeah you know i don't mind going to I wonder, work i don't mind yeah well one wonders if um oh that's what i was going to say i totally forgot my point um so the guy that's making all that apparatus, you know, for the clockwork and all this and that, well, he's making oh, yeah. this shit. I'm watching him, and I'm like, you know, I guess people were a lot smarter back then to come up with this, you know, to, to say, I need to put a hole here. Here's how I'll do it, you know? And I'm mm. like, were there is, weren't they, because we're inundated in the modern world with a bunch of idiots, um, with assholes. <laughs> And I'm sure there were assholes that had to be assholes in the ancient world and antiquity, you know. Um, but did they have as many? And I can't see any of the assholes I see walking around here coming up with a pump drill, you know. Well, first yeah. I'm going to forge this and then do that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I can't see it. But there had to be jerks back then, you know. There just had yeah. to be. Maybe they were doing the brute strength jobs or something. I don't know. That's yeah, such a stereotype. I'm <laughs> I gonna get in trouble for stereotyping people. I don't know. Well, maybe it's because they had more time in their hands. You know, they weren't mm. watching cat videos or something. I don't I yeah. don't hate cats. I have a cat. I got a couple cats. I love them. Well, um, maybe the other thing is that they were. Um, you know, we right now we're so distracted and rushed, and we're spending all this time driving from one place to the other and we're, we're never yeah. making ends meet and all these things. And, you know, and we have all these social media things like the, the phone. I mean, who could have even imagined the technology that right. we have? So they probably had a lot more, not necessarily free time, but they had to do things. So, so right. it was like, well, I don't have time to be an asshole. I, I, I'll be an asshole later. Right now I got to go, you know, do something because – the yeah, way that busy. we're going to get warmth or, you know, shelter or whatever. Tell- I don't know. Sarah, we, me and my wife today, we had to go, um, the latest, again, hobbies. I've been making all these bird feeders and bird houses. This is my big, my other big thing in my spare time lately. So we've got all these bird houses and bird feeders all over the place. And that's great, but you got to fill them up with food. You know, that's the part I didn't think about. And we've got all these birds. <laughs> 
And uh, so they go through a lot of feed. And so my, I'm like, we got to get more bird food, you know? And she's like, well, where's this the cheapest? <laughs> I said, Walmart. <laughs> she goes, oh, I hate going to Walmart. I said, I do too, but let, we'll just run in, get the bird food, <laughs> yeah. and run out. You know, that's what we'll do. Yeah, that's, that's the way I go to Walmart. Happened, yeah. yeah, you know, we just, it was a necessary evil. Yeah. And um, so it was a quick tw- trip to Walmart. Um, anyway, we... Um, we went and got the bird food and whatnot, but as we're, as we're waiting to do the self-checkout, I love that, how I have to wait 20 minutes to self-checkout, but uh, that was winding my watch. Anyhow, we're waiting there, and I'm looking around, and I'm seeing everybody on their phone, exactly what you're saying. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's doing their social media and whatnot. My wife's like, what are you, what are you looking at? And I, I'm like, I'm just looking at all these people with these with the, these computers they're holding, because that's really what a phone is now, a smartphone, you know. Yeah. And I said, and look at the time and energy that's being spent, and nobody's cured cancer yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, nobody's, <laughs> yeah. nothing has happened yeah. with all of this brain power happening, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, um, I mean, I've spoke about this, my, my intolerance for social media before. And it's not, I'm, you know, I, 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 when I say that, I don't want people to think that I'm not approachable or that I'm not on social media. I am, but I just find, like, sometimes the feed is just too much, too much whining and too much politics and too much of everything. And I get overloaded, I get overwhelmed, and, I, and it's... It, makes me feel shitty so I don't like I have to take a break you know it's it's too much for me um so I, I find a lot of people are going to get to their later years in life and regret how much time they spent <laughs> on oh, yeah. media, screwing around wasting time and not and going, wow, all those years I could have been doing something but I posted on Facebook like seven times a day so like, wow, that's that's not life. That's not real. It's not well, reality. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, and it's not know. fulfilling. You know, it's no, just, it's, it's ever, yeah. fast food. You know, it's, yeah, yeah fish, you fishing for life. Like, yeah, yeah but it's not a moment. You're not going to be on your deathbed wishing you had, you know, another day. <laughs> um, yeah. Going. Yeah, I wasted all yeah. those days. You know? On your deathbed, posting on 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 social media for likes, you know, like I'm I'm checking out, like let's see who likes this, you know, post. Like that's that's pretty and weird. Getting, well, yeah, and getting self reward, you know, like they're, they're like, oh well, so many people like this post or this or that. Who gives a shit? You know what? Yeah, we're like trained monkeys. Currency, you know. Uh, yeah. Emotional currency. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's a weird world. I, I went on a big rant the other day, <laughs> and folks, we're gonna get to the music. I promise. It's That's what this whole thing I love is. Darren. Like a rant. Like yeah, and we just rant. rant. Oh. <laughs> I got on a thing the other day. Somebody was talking to me about imposter syndrome. They're like, I've got this imposter. Mm. I didn't even know what the hell they were. I had to look it up. I'm like, what the fuck is mm. this imposter syndrome? And 
I'm like, well, haven't you ever felt that way? I'm like, no. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, uh, I can honestly I say that. I, I've never said, oh, am I a real such and such? Did I do A, B, or C? Yes, then I did. That's what I am. <laughs> you know, or that's what I've done. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that's, it that's really like, refreshing to hear. That's a, that's refreshing and and valid because so many of us, and I I go back to the again thinking a lot of that is social media because, you know, you can look in you can swipe any direction and find somebody who does what you do better at least in your eye. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And then you go, oh, man, look at that, and then start to feel like, oh, what am I even bothering doing this for? But you can also find somebody who's maybe in your eyes much worse than you, but then you're like, yeah. why don't we have twice as many followers? <laughs> you know? So there's all, yeah. that's what my point about social media, how it can very easily make you feel really shitty if you let it. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com slash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love.com. 
A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y.com, as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Ruxgear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. No, I let it. So. Absolutely. It's, well, yeah. you know. A, I live in South Florida. There's a big thing here. They're they're trying to, oh, nobody under, I don't know what the hell. I don't even know what the news story is. Under a certain teenage age. They're going to try to ban. I'm like, yeah, because that's always worked in the past. If you don't want a teenager to do something, tell them. <laughs> tell them they can't. It, yeah, and that is what a track record that has worked. Are that's you kidding a me? great plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, what you should do. I don't know if I ever told you this story. This is this is so apropos. When I was a kid, I uh, I dated this girl. I'm trying to remember what her, it doesn't matter what her name Christine was her name. But anyway, she was a suburban punk rock girl that, that I thought was pretty dynamite on a Saturday night. I think I was like 15 or something. And um, she took me home to meet her parents, like took me home for dinner. And I'm like, wow. And her dad, but the weird thing is at dinner, I find out her dad's a cop. So <laughs> I was a little nervous. You know, I was a little, you know, oh, I'm yeah. dating a girl whose dad's a cop. That's probably not a good plan. Um, nothing against cops or anything. I think you guys have a hard job. But you have to understand, from a 15-year-old's point of view, you know, <laughs> yeah. anyway. anyway. It's intimidating, right? Her father was so brilliant, brilliantly smart. And anybody with kids out here, here's a little advice for you. How her father handled this, because I rolled in there with my Robert Smith hair and jingling chains on my leather jacket, black painted fingernail, you know, not varnish on my nails. And um, I was a pretty cool kid. I was a pretty cool 15-year-old. So that's like, anyway, I thought I was. And uh, so I rolled in there. And how her father handled this, he really liked me. 
he was really nice to me. Told Christine the next, you know, after I left, that how much he liked me, and she broke up with me the next day. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's how he got rid of me. It's like, oh uh, yeah, that guy's great. You know, reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Anyway, anyway, speaking of that, we got to play some music, man. We got to play some. We've got to play a couple songs here. At least. We've got um, now. These are all. I've got these queued up. These are all off last year's album. That's the most recent album, right? That I know you're working on uh, a new one. Uh, Hexology, yeah. That's uh, I, it, It's kind of weird because there's two. Um, the G-String Murders was a an EP which was released digitally prior to the deal with the uh, European label. that, And then the, the whole album, Hexology, just came out with those songs as well. So I, okay. I don't. I think some of them might have come from that too. But, yeah. Well, the one I've been October. I've been yeah yeah it was it was pretty recent. I um I've been playing the video which I love. We were talking a little bit about it before when we were talking about your fantastic group, the uh, Jaron Michael Boyd oh, yeah. Little Toad group, um, the Vulgar Lore. Uh, video. Oh, I've seen yeah. a lot up to the show. This is a great video. You always have, and here's the thing, folks. Um, I mean, I don't know. They don't look cheap or anything like that. But just knowing you, Darren, you're you're not hiring videographers and and have you know crane shots or anything. Um, in the yeah. <laughs> you probably not yet. you're making these right, and they're yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, I always say, yeah, and, and like Vulgar Lore, I put a lot of work into the post-edits of that to make it, you know, when I started off, I had no idea what I was doing. I still kind of have no idea, but I have a better idea. But I knew, I knew starting off making videos that, um, and in fact, even recording my own music uh, as a producer and, and mixing engineer and all that, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I, I mean... I, I sort of do, but not like uh, from a technical standpoint, I don't just an artistic standpoint. I do. So mm. I thought, it, yeah, I, it's, it's not going to be top quality, but I'm doing this. I'm putting it out and I'm just going to keep getting better. And that's what I've been doing. Like, cause if well, you don't, really I, good, you know, you wait, you wait forever if you're waiting for something, <laughs> right. <But laughs> you paid for the work. Yeah, waiting for more money, waiting for, you know, whatever you're waiting for. And it's like, man, I've spent a lot of time waiting and, nah, to get it done. And the fans of my music, the same as I, I'm a fan of other artists, I don't want them to spend more than their budget to make one video and then that's all I get for the next two years. <laughs> I'd rather them put out a bunch of, like, iPhone videos, just do something, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And I gotta, you know, everybody thinks, you know, I got something to tell you, you know, when, when, when you watch, and I'm not picking on anybody, um, I, I'm going to say Taylor Swift because it just comes to mind. I, I don't know that many Taylor Swift videos, so I'm kind of talking out of my ass a little bit here. But in <laughs> any video, any mainstream big musician, it doesn't have to be Taylor Swift, it can be whoever. I just can't think of anybody right now. But I really don't listen to a lot of that type of music. Um, 
just not my thing. But, you know, if somebody's drinking a Pepsi in there, Pepsi's the one that's writing a big part of that check. You know, yeah. they're writing, paying for a lot of that, you know. It's a commercial. Yeah. Um, independent artists they know how not. many people are, yeah, they know the yeah. number of that's going to get. Big, and It's a big ordeal, you know. Um, yeah. The only person that, that Darren has to answer to, and he is the kingpin of crime of Ottawa, is, uh, yeah. what's your toad's name? <laughs> he's the boss. Oh, yeah. That's the, the, the toad I'm looking at right now, his name is Da Vinci. Da Vinci toad. <laughs> and he's just staring at me like, just so like why am I not shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feed me at once. Where's my crawler rat? Because they eat, yeah. right? They eat mice? Rats? Yeah, so, uh, small mice and bugs yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, roaches. Yeah, great creatures. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's that's the thing about videos, too. And, and it's, I mean, same thing could be said for going in a recording studio or something. Um, I have no problem with somebody you know, paying a fortune for a music video if that's what you want to do. But I'm looking at it going, if I spent, you know, 10 grand on a video that's going to get, you know, under 500 views or something. <laughs> okay. The numbers don't you know, work. No, and that's not good financial sense. And if I spend like $8 on a video that gets under 500 views, I don't feel so bad about it because it's just, I'm happy doing it. It's a fun thing to do. Yeah, and I'd rather have 500 people who actually care anyway. So, and you know, the, numbers, the I, I'm not obsessed with numbers at all. It's just, I'm also, I am, I am obsessed with not blowing my money on stupid things. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say. You're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, I know what, what you're not doing, writing a bunch of checks. <laughs> you know, that's what, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. um, I think with YouTube, with videos too, you know, I and I'm no expert, folks, on this. I just have a cursory knowledge of how the YouTube monetization system works. You know, they're selling ads. That's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, that's why we run yeah. ads on our show here. You know, um, yeah. it's, that's how things get paid for. But the thing is, unless you're doing like the Cat Williams interview or some shit, and and 95 million people are then you're making money, you know, then it's yeah. worth doing. But well, in yeah, YouTube, I'm, I'm nowhere near being monetized. I don't have anywhere close to the amount of uh, you don't subscribers. You like a number or yeah. something like that? For, and you need a base number yeah. and a certain amount of watch hours. Um, and even then, it's it's still not that much. You have to really build something. And, and I mean, the opportunity is there, but for what I'm doing, all, all I'm doing for the most part is posting, you know, a music video once in a while. So if I were doing something that was like every week I had a, a some sort of content that would grow the channel, that would be something. But it's not really what I do. So <laughs> maybe Absolutely. I should. I don't know. We'll see. And that's why, folks, that, I want to remind hobby. everybody. <laughs> Pardon me. I want to remind everybody. We have links up to everything, and the first link we have is to www.darrenboy.com. And um, yeah. go there and buy the CD and the merch, you know? Yeah. 
You can find all the links to everything else. Social's not there as well, of course. YouTube nice. and whatnot. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's play. This is this is vulgar lore. Let's start out with this one because it's it's my it's it's on the tip of my tongue and it's it's my current <laughs> Darren Michael Boyd obsession. It is so cool because it's a little harder. You know, don't get me wrong. I love the G-string murders. Matter of fact, everybody's like, yeah, who listens to the show? They're like, yeah, Jamie, we know because every time you have to do something and something happens and you got to go to music real quick, that's the one you play. Um, <laughs> thank God it's not monetized <laughs> because I'd be sending a check to Darren. Yeah. That one gets played a lot. It's my favorite. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I take oh. it back. It isn't the G-string murders. It's the... Um, and I have it queued up here, but I didn't even tell you that I did. It's the Misty uh, Misty Monday. Oh my God! Oh Misty Monday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that gets uh, played yeah. a lot on our show. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that. Wait, yeah. Something happened. Well, folks, <laughs> we'll be right back. Here's Misty Monday, and everybody's like, again, it's a great song, but hey, repetition, folks. Here it is. This is vulgar lore. Darren Michael Bo- uh, Boyd. Check this out. Darren Michael Boyd. Check this out. Here it is.
and we're back, folks. That was vulgar lore. Oh my gosh. I'm hitting the wrong buttons. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting here chatting away and I look over and it's on the mute. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love podcasting. Anyhow, I love that track. I love the video. Um, that's on the Hexology uh, album CD. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Can we share that story you shared with me? Because I love it as an older punk rocker, as an aging uh, hipster. Which the, one? <laughs> uh, the, the one where people were telling you, it's a little too hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay. Yeah, that is a funny story. story. Well, yeah, so that what's been, it's been going on for a long time, but... Um, I mean, even locally, it's funny. It just feels like no matter what I do, I can't get arrested in, in this country or whatever. Like, why can't I get a gig, you know, at a, a some of these local festivals or something? And I've had people who know me who will say to my face, like, they'll, you know, run into them somewhere and they go, yeah, I know you submitted, you know, for the thing or whatever, but, you know, we're not even going to listen to it. Like, what do you mean, well, you know, too heavy? Like, as though... I'd just be cool with that reaction. <laughs> I'm like, who needs too heavy? Have you listened to anything I've done in the past 30 years? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm going, it's not heavy. It's a lot of what I do. And it's also kind of insulting to assume that I don't have the professionalism or the catalog to know how to play to a crowd, right? To go, okay, I'm at this event. This is not like... We used to do that place all where the time. I play Flesh God Apocalypse type music. This is like surf music. I can do both. Um, well, maybe not Flesh God Apocalypse, but, you know, heavy. And so anyway, yeah, so that's where Vulgar Lore and some of the heavier stuff on this particular album came from was just me going, all right, <laughs> here's... You want some heavy? Here you go. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great <laughs> music, man. That is, that is runs from the top music. That is fantastic. I'm kidding. Don't anybody do that. Don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's a nice break from all the auto-tune shit I always have to hear in my wife's car. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> this is an instrumental. You know, I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing people. Yeah, now, there's no, no auto-tune up, there. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, why don't... Well, I guess they do in a way with compression and whatnot. Would you say compression in that? All those, in you know, producing... Things is that auto tune for instruments? Um, um, you know, it, that's a really good question because sometimes people think with technology, oh, everything's going to hell, right? The music, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, it uh, short of sitting at a campfire with an acoustic guitar and somebody singing, <laughs> nothing we hear on the radio yeah. or have ever heard on the radio is that. It's all colored by something, little right. reverb. EQ, uh, you know, whatever, different speakers, like the whole thing is changed. And so auto-tune's a little bit different because you're actually fixing something that somebody can't do, can't do. or didn't do. Right. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a bit tricky because, you know, uh, if I'm recording, I don't know, a bass line, for example, and I go, ah, I didn't my timing wasn't perfect. Well, I can fix that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. It saves me a little bit of time. Like, 
But a good performance you know, is really what you always go for. I, I like some older music, too, and every once in a while I'll hear something. The other day I heard the, uh, the, the, the classic, the, the Motown classic, Leader of the Pack. We've all heard that at some point in our lives. In, in this, right in the third refrain, her, uh, her boyfriend, the leader of the pack, gets into a motorcycle crash. And you hear, you know, she's like, look out, look out. And then there's like all this big crash that happens in the track. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, no, they didn't have any of that on file, I don't think, like in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> How did they do what that? Did they, yeah, did they, did they stack a bunch of paint cans up and then hit it with a bat? What, what happened, you know? Yeah, or maybe I have they no idea. have a, a sound library for movies to, uh, already. They might I'm have. Not sure. Yeah. They might have. You know, uh, I, I don't know. But it is it's, a good question. Uh, cause, and I, I love today that. Today they would just look it up on uh, on Google. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Find a free sample, yeah. and, I, and I've really made an effort to not use any free samples on the album uh, Thoughts and Scares, the last one, like before Hexology, mm. there was um, there's a song called Where the Crawdads Scream, which I thought was hysterical. Um, but at the end of it, you hear, loons. <laughs> you, hear, you hear loons, and the loon sounds are really quite convincing. I was really proud of myself because I did it with my guitar. <laughs> I was like, really? I'm, not, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to go and find a, a, a sample. I'm going to do this. Nobody else knows it except now for me saying it, but, you know, most people will probably just assume that it's a recorded, you know. But Oh, yeah, like, but you did and it. I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to use samples. I don't want someone <laughs> coming back after me. <laughs> hey, you owe me a... That's my, that's my loon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one of those <laughs> things, you know, again, with AI art, that's an artistic flourish it's a flex man it it really is a flex to you as an artist to be able to to do that and, and to even have yeah. the idea to, um, to not only to do it but to even come up with oh i could do that if i did this you know that's 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 the true art right there the true artist and <laughs> it's funny that i, was I doesn't have that yeah i was know? most excited about that over like anything else in the whole album was a damn loon call, but it was, but it was because of the the challenge, right? The creativity and the fact that I, I came up with the idea and went, I think I can do this, and you know, and managed. It, it took me, I don't know how long it took me. It might have been half an hour to really get it right. But hey, you know, I spent a half an hour doing far less productive things. So. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I'll do that sometimes with a painting, especially a simple painting. You know, if it's if it's pretty cut and dry, you know, I'll 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 do a little flex. You got to do it every so often, just to you know. Maybe that's why I don't have that imposter syndrome. You know, and, and it's, it's probably a lot of truth to that. Actually, you know, I'm like, yeah, let me just knock you. Let me blow your mind with some light shadow here. You know, and if 99% of the people looking at that painting don't even know what I'm talking. About. You know, they're right. like, what does that even mean? I know what I'm talking. I can look, every time I look at there's certain things I look at, and I'm going, yeah, that's a cool little flex, you know. I, yeah, I yeah, impress myself. Um, well, you know, you what, do it. music is, is like that, too. Like, in uh, a lot of people overlook 
Um, I mean, it can just be pop music, a country song, a pop song. Mm-hmm. And there's something um, that the real key to, I mean, like, well, I'm not talking about how to write a hit song, but I mean, something that really works well is when the song is very basic and very memorable, but they put something a little bit different in there. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. an alternative chord. Um, the drum cuts in half, you know, just little things. And those things make it interesting enough that the, the listener doesn't get bored. But that's right. an art form itself, too. It's like, oh, it's a simple pop song, but you, you have, if you do it right, <laughs> it's a yeah. little more to it, and it's pretty cool. But I'll tell you, you can't just do it consistently, because then it just becomes part of the style, and it's it's the formula, it's yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. You got, it's got to be a little unexpected. It's got to got to do a little nice little slap to the the listener or, or, or the viewer, in my case. Um, yeah. No, I totally get where you're coming from. Totally get where you're coming from. Darren, let's play another track. We'll do another one. Um, we've got so many cool ones here. Uh, I've got Queued Up. I've got uh, Darkwing. We're not going to play Misty Mundane because I know – Everybody's heard it a million times, like I was telling you. Um, we've got, but it's such a good track. Um, that's a painting track, I'm telling you. A lot of my paintings have been painted with that in the background. No, um, we've got Darkling, Hide and Shriek, Racing for Pinks, and the G-String Murders. What should we go with? Uh, I think Darkling, maybe. That's a, that's a good one. That's a nice contrast. All right. Here it is, folks. This is Darren Michael Boyd, Darkling. Check this out.
that was Darkling, Darren Michael Boyd. What a track. What a track. I, I like that track. It's fantastic. Yeah, Darren, I don't know if you heard me before we came back live on the mic. Um, live on the mic. I had the same problem. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth as well. So there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, These are the things we and... talk about off mic, ladies and gentlemen. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, well, I, I make I got to making my own ice cream. Yeah, trying snakes and ice cream important things in life. <laughs> <laughs> You're making your own. We have. I have my in-laws gave it to me like six years ago. It's on the shelf above our washing machine. Um, there's like, eh, folks, it's not weird. There's two shelves. It's on the top shelf because I haven't used it in six years. Is one of those ice cream machine makers. Like it's all fancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although the technology is probably out of date now. Um, yeah. But it's up there. I, I got I should watch. That's what I should watch YouTube of. How to get that thing? I could make my own ice. Cream. <laughs> You're making your own, yeah. like with the with the wood barrel well, thing and. Putting dry no, and, uh, salt I, and stuff in there. Imagine that. Like I had um, a machine that you know the old school Turner and all this, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. never quite worked out the way yeah. I wanted it to, um, texture-wise. Not so now. I just blend it with the, the little uh, mixer and really no. simple ingredients. And yeah, it's it's not perfect. Um, but it's a lot better than a lot of the stuff that you buy for me anyway. Yeah. And I feel like I know what's in it. It's not a whole pile of preservatives and you know, uh, frozen flavored margarine or something like it's actual <laughs> cream and yeah. That's yeah. cool. Man. And there, there are. I must, you know, I, I think there's something, you know, when we people talk about cell phones listening to you and things because I have so many ice cream places that have followed me on Instagram like in Florida and right. various but I mean to be fair I probably talk about it on there too because I you know go down to I was in Nashville this year and I'm like oh, I had to find the ice cream places <laughs> oh yeah and the hot chicken of course you know so they, that's cool yeah. I love ice cream. I think ice cream's fantastic. Uh, that's awesome. I got that way with making dog treats. I saw a, a video, and because uh, my dog, I've got this fancy dog, and you know, I love my dog. Don't get me wrong, I love my dog. Um, I always joke, call it my wife's dog, and he's like, "Yeah, Jamie, that's your dog. Are you kidding me?" Um, and I love her. But the thing is, she's a Sharpay, and what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is there's been 4,000 years of, she's the end result of 4,000 years of just breeding all these features into her, mm. <laughs> and, um, you know, she's super sensitive, has super sensitive skin, has to eat special food, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, mm. it's involved, yeah. and, you know, her dog. The dog treats that she has to eat, um, you know, she needs her, she's a dog. She needs her treats. Uh, are expensive. So I was looking up, you know, and, you know, found a video that make your own dog treats. And uh, I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be expensive, all the ingredients. And then they're like, well, here's how, it, here's the secret. 
make your own flour out of oatmeal, oat flour. And I'm like, mm. I've got a ninja thing. I can make that. <laughs> These are things <laughs> I can do. <laughs> so I made, you know, I've been making her dog treats. And uh, yeah, it cost me like, I don't know, a buck for 50, 75 dog treats. You know, it's a pretty good deal. That is, yeah. She loves them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's great. You know, honestly, yeah, you know, it's all yeah. these animals. You're the thing with all the weird animals you have. It's got to be the same type of deal, you know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, and my my cats. I have four cats. Right, three of them are sphinx cats. The other one's a normal cat. And it's yeah. It's like how much can you guys eat? Like. <laughs> Constant, like you're not this. supporting any fur. Where's I mean, it going? Yeah. Well, apparently, I guess you know? that's the thing, right? Their their excuse is that they need more food for you know to keep warm. But right. it's like, yeah, you guys are starting to look like little little blimps, you know, like little skin bags, and like. You guys... And you never see pictures of those cats, chunky. You know what I mean? You never see a chunky sphinx cat. You know, and yeah. they're always like. I, Real thin. They're uh, usually pretty high energy, and mine are. They're definitely, um, and they're very affectionate. You know, very, really affectionate, right. high energy cats. So, yeah. That's cool, man. That's really I, cool. I need to, I need to make my own treats. You know, those, those cereal bars that you you can mm-hmm. get. Like I, I mean, I spent years because of being on the road a lot and I just living on these things and I'm kind of going okay this is like this can't be good <laughs> it really can't be there's no if you look at the uh the nutritional information oh, yeah. is basically the same mm-hmm. as a chocolate bar you're eating the same calories the same thing and I'm like what am I doing so I'm like I looked at a book and it this like cookbook at the library it's all like these energy bites and bars and stuff like that but I haven't found a recipe that uh, number one works very well, or gotcha. two doesn't cost me like ten times as much money. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's how when I first started gardening, it was. I'm like, eh, mm. I, I I I grew an ear of corn. It only cost me eighty seven dollars to grow that. Look at this tomato that I <laughs> could have bought like dozens. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, about 50 Costco hot dogs for what that tomato cost. You know, are you kidding? <laughs> um, yeah. It's, but once you get it down, once you once you figure out, like you said, the the you know, like with your ice cream, you know, you figure out the formula and you then it makes it worthwhile. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I hear you, man. Hey, okay. I have kept Darren on. Longer than I was supposed to, ladies and gentlemen, because we were bitching and raining about everything. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> it was hilarious uh, when it was happening. But tell us, Hexology was the tracks we heard tonight. They're on Hexology, which people mm-hmm. can buy that whole CD at DarrenBoy.com, right? And it's you can get it all in the streaming places and everything, too. But Yeah, of course. Folks, yeah. when we're talking about independent artists, and I've said it before, you know, people always ask me, they're like, hey, you had a great band on the show, Jamie. Where do we get their stuff? And I'm like, at a show on a merch table. That's where you should get it. Um, but if they're, you know, if they're not playing in your area, get it from the band directly. 
because, and I'm not going to say what it is. I always say this joke, but it's, and it's, it's a sad, it's a sad joke because Google this yourself, folks, if you really want to <laughs> see what the pie breakdown is uh, off of the big streaming services. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. If it was any other business, it'd be criminal. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It would be. That's yeah. way different than usury. Um, you know, it's. Uh, thanks everybody who uh, who did Napster. We we really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. Kidding. Well, I guess it was inevitable. It would have happened one way or another. <clears throat> I just wish that they'd that there'd been a little more preparation and and valuation of of the artist because now it's it, it's further proof that musicians are are insane because we put all this effort and money and you know everything our whole lives into it and and knowing full well that it's a product nobody is going to pay for. <laughs> you know? right. What are we doing? No. I hear you. I hear you. People ask me all the time. They're like, "Why don't you sell prints of your uh, of your paintings?" I'm like, "Because it doesn't make sense for me to do that." <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. for for what. Anyway, the world yeah. isn't that same way. You know, um, <laughs> it's it's not. Back in the day, it made sense when you made lithographs and all this bullshit. Now it's all, you know, you play it. Yeah. There's no point to doing it, other than nostalgia, you know. Um, right, right, good point, yeah. Believe me, if Andy Warhol were alive today, he wouldn't be doing silk screens. <laughs> right. Way more expensive than a G-Clay printing off a of cafe press. That's what all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I like your music. And I like listening to music. And like I said, folks, who's ever bought paintings off me? There's a little Darren Michael Boyd in a lot of those paintings because I listen to them a lot. Awesome. Nice. Um, okay. You know, some, some 500 years from now, they'll have some future technology. They'll like, let's scan this painting and see what he was listening to. Um, <laughs> you know? Wow. Uh, Missy Mundi really cool. will come up. <laughs> you know? That would be, uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, then they'll all get bored. They're like, let me guess, Misty Monday again. <laughs> well, you like the song. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Anyhow. Darren, are you going to make ice cream tonight or have you already made some? Oh, no. no I, I suppose if I made it, it would take too long by the time it's ready. So, <laughs> gotcha. have it for gotcha. breakfast. <laughs> nothing nothing wrong with ice cream for breakfast. I'm telling you, one time. Ladies and gentlemen, bachelors do weird stuff, you know. I remember being a bachelor and discovering I had I, I had some Cheerios and I had some vanilla ice cream. Didn't have any milk <laughs> and I thought I wonder if this would work. Fantastic. It was one of the most brilliant discoveries I've ever made in my life. Worked great. You know, and they were hungry. Even better. Oh my gosh. Even yeah. better, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, bachelor food. But you know what? You bring some little gal home and you got homemade ice cream. 
Whew, that's like sketching a girl across the room on a napkin, man. <laughs> Gold right there. The yeah. Yeah. And then he pulls out a guitar, pulls out his flying V. Do you have a flying V, Darren? Did I you don't. No, that's, that's, you know, I played one many, many years ago, but it wasn't actually mine. It was uh, the singer in the band when I was a teenager, and he had one, so I played it sometimes, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but no, I've, I've never owned one. I gotcha. I gotcha. No. I don't know. When I was growing up in Detroit, Metro Detroit, all these guitar players I knew, man, they all wanted to be Randy Rhodes, so they wanted to get one. Yeah. You know, that was the, that was the thing. Although you couldn't, you know, it's good It's good to have guitar idols, but I remember one kid got, you know, he got punched because he showed up, he did, tried to, he did it himself. He tried, and this is something stupid teenage boys would do. He taped off his guitar Eddie Van Halen style and showed up to band practice with it. Oh, and everybody expected him to, you know, be good at playing Eruption. He wasn't. <laughs> And nope. they showed their disdain. It was uh, it was Misty disdain there. That was uh, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I never wanted to. I mean, I do have a Prince Cloud. I do have a Prince guitar, like uh, an really? authentic. Like a, yeah, but that you know that's kind of just. It doesn't know, get played though, right? Um, a little. I played it in one or two videos and a couple of shows oh. that are local. I don't like the idea of bringing it to, you know, too far on the road. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, it go I mean, through airport been... baggage. Oh, oh Jesus. Geez, no. That won't happen, no, ever. But, I, I mean, the <laughs> idea of, of being, like, um, I don't know, playing a signature model of somebody else's that it didn't appeal to me when I was younger. Like, I never even would have dreamed of trying to make a, an Eddie guitar, you know, right. even though I loved Eddie, who didn't. But I do too. It, just, it was like it was like his thing. I didn't want to sound like him either, even though yeah, you know exactly. part of me did. Yeah, Brian May. You know, he's if I started playing a Red Special, I'd be like, what? What's wrong with you? You know, that's his guitar. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. Play, you want to do I, your I, own I, thing. I got a lot of comparisons to Randy Rhodes, though visually at least, because I, you know, I'm a small guy, blonde hair. The Marshall right. stack and a Les Paul, eh, you know, it wasn't intentional. All of those things are just natural, but it just, you know, I mean, people like to compare everybody to everybody else. I don't know what it is. Like, you know, yeah, the band from England or like the Fab Four from or from UK or whatever. Right. The well, it's easy it's for people if they don't and, know a lot about something. You know, it's yeah. what it is. You know, I used to get that all the time. Everybody, everybody. Everybody compared my work to Warhol. They're like, ah, I'm like, no, I actually paint this. Um, but if you want to compare me to somebody, have you ever heard of Patrick Nagel? <laughs> because way more Nagel has than Warhol, you know. Yeah. We can have a lesson. Well, I can at the time. I don't mind it if it because it's. I mean, there'd be worse people to compare me to than Randy Rhodes, right? Um, <laughs> So I, as I find, you know, it's obviously meant to be flattering or meant to be nothing. I don't know. Right. If somebody's intentionally dissing you, then that's a whole different thing. But it's, uh, <laughs> I doubt they would but do it that way. Most of the time, it's not. You know, yeah, you know, that's, 
you know, people, and it's and they're trying to relate, you know, and that's kind of cool yeah. to itself, you know, that somebody gives a shit enough to um, to try to have a conversation with you about something, yeah, you know. I mean, and I mean, I do, you um, know, what I I like that too. If I if I hear a song I haven't heard before, a band I haven't heard. I, I, it, this happens almost daily. I go, who does that singer remind me of? Or who does this, you know, you, you, there's always that comparison. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a bad thing. It's not meant to be. It's just, you like, a, a I guess, a reference point, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, yeah. And I, man, I fanboy over the weirdest. I remember years ago, I was living in California, and I met Ray Bradbury, the, the author, oh, you know, science, yeah, famous yeah. science fiction author. And I think this guy was so sick of me after about five minutes. Of, he just kept <laughs> wanting to talk about art. And I'm like, art, smart, man. Who gives a shit about that? I deal with that all day. Now, what were you <laughs> thinking when you wrote The Martian Chronicle, you know, and not realizing he was having the same thought process? <laughs> Please, can we talk about anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's a weird world. It's a weird world. But that's, I'm but sure he probably was used to it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he had to be. He had to be. Yeah. Although I remember when I met uh, Joan Collins, I'm sure everybody was expecting, you know, I'm sure she was thought, oh, this guy, this kid's going to talk about Dynasty. I'm like, no. I said, when you were the guest star in that one episode of Star Trek, <laughs> what was Leonard Nimoy really like? You know, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah, she loved it because it was different. Because, like you yeah. were saying, it was something she wasn't expecting, you know. Yeah, she'll anyway. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, this has been Ranting with uh, Darren Michael Boyd <laughs> and Jamie Ross. Um, you know, yes, they are old men now. That's yeah. fun. We, we should do that. And the flyer could be those two old Muppets that sit up in the balcony. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Next time, do that. you got to have that in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call the podcast Get Off My Lawn. That's probably a million-dollar idea, and we're wasting our time doing our making ice cream and stuff, you know, making yeah. dog treats. Either. Anyway, I'm going to have you on before October to to get an update <laughs> on the new project, Darren. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're awesome to have on. I love I love it. Folks, again, we're, uh, like like I said, we're back thanks to uh, those, uh, those computer nerds, you know, got us back going. Thank you, guys and gals. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will see you uh, next time. Darren Michael Boyd. Again, we have links, folks. These links stay active. We're going to convert this to a podcast now. All those links stay active. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or Pandora, wherever, click on the link. Get over there. Like and share. Um, Subscribe to Darren's YouTube channel, too, because he's got some cool videos on there, man. It's awesome. And hit the little bell. I don't know if that bell does anything. They always say that. I don't know. Show. Yeah, um, I don't know if it does. <laughs> yeah, it's great though. Very, very cool. Darren, keep rocking. You, your, your work is outstanding. You know, seriously. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you as well. Thanks for having me on. It's always a blast. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It won't be long before you're on again. Folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. Like I said, we're going to convert this to a podcast. We're going to blast out everywhere. Remember, folks, the world's a weird place. Even though I personally would find it hilarious because I like watching them because, you know, I'm weird. Don't wind up in a Karen video. You know, (laughs) don't make everybody on the plane get off because you had a cocktail. You know what I mean? You don't want to do that. Just be patient. Be cool. My advice to you. Have a good one, everybody. We will see you next time. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.